0: have those relationships Um, so thank you macaulay for asking me to come and do this Um, you're not even listening to me but (laughs) yeah anyone who knows me very well knows that i'm really passionate about hearing god and so um it's really impacted my relationship with jesus it's impacted my confidence to hear him and step out and and do what um he asked me to do. So I'm super excited to get to share this with y'all. So about my relationship with Jesus, you know, from as early as I can remember, um, I always knew Jesus and I would talk to him, but around the time I was 10, um, I made it official and I prayed the prayer and got dunked in the water and set out to be a good Christian, you know, that's what you do, right? Like, um, I think as a teenager, as a young adult, as even into my 20s and 30s, I kind of realized that it kind of seems like everything's going up. I'm praying prayers to Jesus. I'm singing songs to Jesus. I'm working for Jesus. But it all seemed like very one way. And so I began to have some friends, relationships with people as I journeyed down the road, and realized, wait, they're they're hearing something that I'm not. Like they have the two-way relationship with Jesus, and they um, they hear His voice, and they they follow Him. And i come like, not, and it kind of even at times, you know, made me question, am I really a believer? Am I really saved? So. I think God, um, he heard all that and he just began to do a work and he began to bring friends to me and relationships and resources, um, a variety of things that helped me just begin to grow in that. It wasn't anything overnight. It was, um, took a a really long time, maybe 10 years. I I don't know. I still haven't even arrived and there's a road ahead of me to journey, but I did gain a lot of confidence and I gained a lot of ability to even walk with others and help others. And so, um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of, you know, in a group this size, there's, there's probably people here who maybe have never heard God like that. And it is still all one directional. Maybe there's some that you do hear God, but you don't have quite that confidence yet to trust in that or, um, you know, was that really God? Or so, um, and then there's probably some of you who, you know, hear him and you have confidence and you're really proficient in this and you can step out and do it. And I would challenge you that, you know, this is a place for you to help other people, be a community to the other people. People came and helped me and if they hadn't, then I'd still be where I was. So be that person for somebody else if you're already kind of down the road in this. I think there's something for everybody in this. Okay, so let's start out. So Macaulay had to make a big point this morning about how much space I took up in the booklet. Uh, <laughs> but I did that for a reason, and I'm not going to shame you for saying that, but... <laughs> but um, Okay, right. (laughs) Um, But I did it for you because the first half of this, we're going to talk and explain. But then the second half, we're going to have a workshop and we're going to actually practice. And you're going to do a lot of writing there. So I wanted you to have notes right now so you don't wear your arm out, taking notes and then workshopping. So, and so you have something to take home and refer back to. And you don't have that from Macaulay's sermon this morning just saying. (laughs) I told you I would get you back. Um, okay. So let's get into it. Um, (laughs) if you look to about page three, there's not really page numbers, but should look about like this. There's a little circular thing. Um, so let's just start with reviewing our verse in case anybody is here tonight that wasn't this morning. So it's John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So Macaulay talked this morning about being sheep, the importance of, you ha- in order to hear, you have to be a sheep. Like So that was the first step. Obviously tonight I'm talking about hearing his voice. And then Wendy Scott is going to talk to us tomorrow about the rest of that, right? What whatever that consists of, I, I won't get ahead of you. So this little graphic here is is just the tool that we're going to use, and it's purposely circular because we don't want to digress into a checklist. We don't want to show up with our time with God and okay, I prayed and I read my Bible, I'm done. You know, it's um, it's meant to be just when you're spending time with him, if maybe you're off into prayer, have you ever had that time when you're praying along and you're like, okay, where am I at? What do I, what do I need to get back to? So it's just a guide to guide you back around to, oh, let me start back up at the top with worship. Okay. So if you kind of get trapped or you kind of get stuck or your mind wanders off, if you kind of keep this near you, it's going to help you, guide you back into the flow of where you are. Okay. So we'll start with worship. And why do we start there? Because Psalm 104 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. So if God says that's a good place to start, then we're going to take him at his word. Um it also just kind of prepares a way for God to start revealing himself to us. He inhabits our praises. And if we um, just begin to focus our thoughts on him and we, we go to him with thanksgiving, then that kind of opens up a conversation and a dialogue for him to speak back to us. Um, generally, you're going to aim for about two to four things when you're going through this process in the journal. Just... You don't wanna get so many things that you lose the forest for the trees, but you wanna have enough things that there's something there to work with. So nothing magic about two to four points, just keep it to around that size. And if it's five, no one's gonna die. Um, So I I just wanna say one thing though about, you know, like giving thanks when it's hard. Like we've all shown up sometimes and You're just like, God, I I have nothing. I'm sorry. Like, I just am not thankful right now. And he knows that. He knows our circumstances. He understands. But I would still say, in that moment, try to bring a sacrifice of praise. Try to bring something. Even if it's just like, thank you, God, for this warm cup of coffee. You know? Thank you, God, that when I'm weak, you're strong. Thank you, God, that you're always going to love me and you're never going to forget about me. And even though I'm not feeling it right now, I know that's true. And so, yeah, declare what you know to be true when your feelings fail you. Okay. And then after that, um, worship can be a lot of things, but for this exercise, we're going to just focus on Thanksgiving and song. So when you're done with the Thanksgiving part, you'll move into the song part. Um, Singing can be both very bi-directional. It can also sometimes get very one-directional. And I mean, I I, I know, I probably speak for everybody that you stood here on a Sunday morning singing. Well, y'all two haven't, but (laughs) just because you're not here, but you've stood at your church singing. (laughs) And you realize all of a sudden, uh, I don't even really know what I saying, or I am just kind of going through the motions here, and like I'm singing, or I'm singing to God and I'm paying attention, but I'm not really listening. And so this is an exercise where as the music's playing, you're gonna listen, like it's not about singing. I'm not telling you, you absolutely can't sing, but you know, it's not about singing, it's about hearing and listening, and being quiet, and like, is there anything that sticks out in this to me that, you know, God might be trying to talk to me about? Um, Sometimes we get familiar with the lyrics, and that can just entice us to sing along. Um, So, you know, be aware of that. Um, Again, in this section, we're aiming for about two to four songs for the same reason. If you want to listen to six, that's fine. If you want to listen to one because you're in a hurry today, that's fine. God can still talk to you. But generally, you know, keep it to that. It's a good. Um, So helpful tips that I have here. Listen to new songs or to different versions of a song. Listen without singing. Sometimes just read the lyrics and don't even sing, just read the lyrics and and what is this saying? Um, That can work really well if you have a hymnal at home. Um, Use a worship playlist on your phone, and this is what I like to do personally. This works for me best, but use a worship playlist on your phone and use the shuffle feature to let the Holy Spirit pick out the songs. Like, there are days that I am blown away that God shows up and plays a song that is exactly where I'm at that day. And it's like, oh wow, God, you are here with me. Like, thank you. I feel your love and your grace. And so try that out sometimes. i put some suggestions there for streaming services if you don't already have one. But if that's not you and that's not your thing, pick a hymnal, like pick, open the hymnal, just open it randomly and where does it come to? Like you might be surprised that God opened you right to the page where he wanted to share something with you that day. Um, Okay, moving into the word. Um, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. Cuts between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. So we're just looking for God to like expose what's inside of us. It's not always, you know, it may be about correction, but it may just be that it exposes maybe you're passionate about something that he wants to direct you into doing, or um, it exposes your love for him that he wants to respond back to you in that. So it can be a variety of things that he's trying to expose there. Um, Okay, so reading, um, you know, scripture options that you can use. If you have a read through the Bible plan, you can use that. You could just select a book of scripture. But I would challenge you to, you know, cover books that you're not as familiar with or maybe you haven't read before. When was the last time you read Ezra, Jude, Philemon? I don't know, you know, some of those, like, go to the outer reaches sometimes because there's a lot of good stuff there, and maybe that's where God wants you. So kind of just maybe even pray and ask him, Lord, where do you want me to be? Um, My favorite is, again, to use a Bible reading app. I use Olive Tree, and I use um, a specific reading plan that's called A Different Genre Each Day. And it just pops up— random things like one day I might be reading Genesis 2 and 3 and the next day John 7 and 8 you know it pops you around and in that the Holy Spirit can direct you into different places in scripture so that's fun to see where he directs you sometimes it's like a greater level of wow God moments when he directs you on a day that you were like I needed that Um, so Be directly in the word for for this. There's a a place for Bible study books, commentaries, podcasts. There's a place for all of that. But in this exercise, you want to be in the word. Like it's spirit breathes, you know, and this is God, his word to you. So um, don't maybe dilute that down with the voice of man. Go, Go to your word. And then as you read, watch for words, phrases, passages that seem to light up for you and spend time really meditating and considering those. Um, there's some questions there that you can ask if, you, if that helps guide your meditation. And then um, moving into the aspect of prayer. So Isaiah 65, 24, before they call, I will answer. And while they're still speaking, I'll hear. Isaiah 55 10 and 11 says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So as you're moving into prayer and you're following things that you know maybe when you Wrote down your thanksgiving points, and then you went to your song, and then you went into the word. Maybe there's starting to be some connections, maybe there's a theme going on here, and that is most often the Holy Spirit like leading you into a place where, yeah, He wants you to pray about that because He wants to connect with you. He may want to answer that prayer, and He wants you to ask first. So, um you know, follow, follow those prompts, but also if you have things that you're just concerned about this, or you needed some direction about something, or God, I just, I love you today, and I just want to tell you that. Um, Also, did you read a passage of scripture that can be prayed back to God? My friend Tammy right here, very good at that, like, When she prays with me, she prays with her Bible in her lap and flipping around from place to place just praying back the word of God. You know you do. And it's powerful, and it's effective. That's God's word. Like, you know, um, he says it won't return, what does it say here? It it won't return empty, yeah. But it, it accomplishes what I sent it for, so. And that way, um, we're agreeing with God. And he says, when we agree with him, what, that he, that we have what we ask when we agree with him. Um, you may have a prayer list going. So that's for another time. In this exercise, you're not like wanting to check down your, you're wanting to have this conversation with God. So you're flowing through this conversation back and forth with what you're talking about and concentrating on that, praying over your prayer list later. It's not to say that like, if if I have something on my prayer list over here that I really want to talk to God about that I can't, you know, don't get weird about it, but um, yeah, it's just that focus on the fact that this is a conversation. Um, Yeah, so the last thing I want to say here is just prayer can sometimes seem one directional. When we fill up all the space with our own talking As with any good relationship, a balance of both sharing and listening leaves room for both people to feel seen and heard. Like, do you ever think about God feeling seen? Maybe we need to let God feel seen sometimes and God to feel heard sometimes. And we want to be seen and heard, but maybe so does he. And then lastly, um, there's the listening aspect. So Habakkuk 2, 1, I will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. First Samuel 3, 9 says, go, oh, this is Eli talking to Samuel, and he says, go lie down, and if he, God, calls you, you say, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. There's this aspect of going and being still and listening. Psalm 27:14. wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord, wait. So it is just about being still and waiting and, and not taking up all the space, like let there be some space to, to wait on God and to hear him. Um, again, go back and pay attention to your journaling notes and all the impressions that go together. Like, you will be surprised some days when you practice this how, wow, God, look what you're doing here. And, like, I just would have never known that had I not taken the time to write it all down and see what you were saying. Like, I, I could have read this scripture over here, but I just wouldn't have gotten all that out of it if I had not written down what I was thankful for and what I was concerned about and what these things lead you into a place of, of hearing him. So you, when you're hearing, you might hear things that you don't immediately understand. Sometimes God will share things with you that are only going to make sense later. So consider Gabriel told Mary she'd have a son through the Holy Spirit. Imagine how little sense that made to her at the time. But later, it was like, oh, I get it now. Um, you also may ask things and you don't get an immediate answer. So we don't always know what's going on behind the scenes. Remember that an angel explained his delay in responding to Daniel's first prayer because there was spiritual warfare going on in the heavens. You know, we don't know what God has to move into place or who he has to tap, you know, to answer our prayer. And sometimes that may take some physical time and we just need to wait on him and just trust that, It's not like, well, you didn't answer me right away, you know. It's okay. Just file it away. Wait. Um, For me, I use um, a digital journal app to to write all this down instead of a, a regular journal. I know a lot of people like to write it out, and that's great. But one good thing about a digital journal app is that later you can go back and search on keywords and say, I'm four four months down the road here and all of a sudden that thing that God told me back then is now happening and I need to remember what was he that he told me to do and I can get to it quickly just grab my phone go to my app keyword it and there it is another good thing that that's well yeah another good thing that that does for you is be able if God is talking to you on different days about different things that go together and you put in a keyword, like, I don't know, just whatever, but you keyword something, and you realize, oh, God has talked to me about this six different times over the last eight months. Suddenly, it's like, oh, and if you didn't put all that together, and you didn't realize that, you might have missed what he's been trying to tell you and do in your life, you know? So, again, I know everybody's not into digital apps, but maybe it works in Word to be able to type it into Word. You said, Macaulay, that you put it into your, yeah. like Apple Notes or something. Yeah, my notes. So, and, and I think you can keyword that too, so find, find another way, but I'm just saying, you know, being able to keyword something and search back on something is a good way to go back and hear what he said. Okay, and then a little bit of caution about when you hear hear things from God or you think you hear things from God, <laughs> you know, is that God will never contradict his word or cause discord, confusion, or division within the body of Christ. If you heard something you and it was, you know, go say something to so-and-so and, and tell them such-and-such and, such, and this is going to cause division between two people, not from God, you know, um, if it causes, you know, dishonor to the church or to your leadership or, you know, whatever, that's not from God. If things aren't clear and you're not consistently hearing from him or you have a question about something, get with other people who are proficient at this and like walk through it together. Hey, will you help me listen to God about this? I feel like I'm hearing this and I feel like it keeps getting repeated, but I'm just not sure and like be sure about it before you step out and and take some drastic you know step step somewhere that uh, maybe you should have had some wise counsel Um, and then the last thing he wants to communicate with us so don't give up like keep pressing into this he wants to talk to you he does like he says it over and over in his word and he wants to have that relationship with us Sure.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't mean that, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, oh, that's good. Oh. No. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Good. Thank you. So, um, I don't know if y'all are following along in the notes with me, but we should be now at a place where it says a challenge. A challenge. Um, so, I'll give you just a second to find that if you're not there. But for the next minute or so, I just want you to reflect on that just be still with the Lord, ask yourself these questions, and then in in just a few seconds, I'll um, move us into the workshop time. Okay, so go ahead and do that. Okay, um, so how the workshop, the, the workshop journal is just after this. It, you should be at, hmm, right in the middle where the staples are. Okay, left-hand side of the page, that's where it'll start. And um, so we're going to just work through what I just talked about. We're going to start with the Thanksgiving acts aspect of worship. And I'm just going to let you for about two minutes um, just reflect on that and and give thanks and write down, you know, what you're thinking about. And then I'm going to try not to talk after that. I'm just going to let the music come on. It's going to play through the songs. All the lyrics are there. So if you're having trouble hearing, there's lyrics there for you, but also so that as you're listening, if something really, like, connects with you. It, it, you know, speaks to you, circle it, or underline it, somehow make a note of it. And then when you get done with that, it'll move into the word and there's the scriptures already all written out there for you. Same thing. Read through it maybe once just to kind of get the big picture and then go back. What connects with me? What, what does God want to say to me here? What Maybe there's something in this that's answering a question that I have about something. You know, whatever it is, journal it there. And then I'm going to come back at about when there's about five minutes left, and I'm just going to let you know, hey, there's five minutes left. Wherever you are at that time, move into the prayer and listening thing. Like pray, listen, pray, listen, kind of have that conversation back and forth with God for about four or five minutes. And then um, we'll, I'll close with a prayer, and, or I don't know, Macaulay might, but um, we'll give instructions for what we're going to do with it after that in the de- debrief time. Okay, so before we start, let me just pray. Um, Jesus, thank you for, that you're here with us. Thank you that your Holy Spirit speaks to us and guides us to know you and to love you and to hear from you. Um, Yeah, we just, we thank you that you're here with us and we pray that you would speak to us and um, wherever we're at in this journey, whether we're just starting or we're really proficient at this, Lord, I just pray that there would be testimonies of things that come out of tonight that... um, just are are those moments where you touch each of us in a way that is special to us and um, gives us encouragement that you are with us and that you do love us and that you do walk with us and that we are your sheep and that we can hear your voice. So we just pray all this in Jesus name. All right, go ahead and start the Thanksgiving part. Okay, there's about four or five minutes left, so go ahead and pray and do your listening part.